The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a beautiful Thursday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company from the Star in Frisco in the SWBC studios. Today we preview the Cowboys offense versus the Bears defense. Mm-hmm. Cowboys offense trying to find their stride. This isn't necessarily the 85 Bears defense, but... They've got some pieces, one less piece to work with, which we'll get into here in a minute as well. But we'll start things off as we always do. Patrick Nosey Walker, Isaiah Stanbeck. We've got Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Also, we have a special guest coming up in the second segment. What to say now, Chuck? Real special guest. should we say the name? Yeah, man. Just what you say now, Chuck. People out there, if you know what you say now, Chuck is, okay, be all right. He's a Bears fan. So we're going to get after him. Yeah, we're going to get after him. Yeah, we're going to get after him a little bit. But that'll be a lot of fun. Stay tuned for that starting in the second segment, which will be in about 15 minutes or so. Gentlemen, how we doing? Doing fantastic. Good. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I know. Our, our, our or so. I know. Or so's are a little different here. I like to take the first segment a little longer because the listeners are just tuned in. They're yeah, locked in. Locked that in. first segment's really hitting it. And then yeah. – uh, and then we go to the second segment, make the second two a little shorter. That's mm. kind of my doing. But uh, but yeah, we have a lot of good conversation. Absolutely. We, we rock with it. We any, rock with it. You any guys de- are dressed very nicely today, might I add. Yeah, we've got a special edition filming. Hey, you today. don't need you don't need to justify your fresh. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to justify your fresh. I was actually just going to the gym personally. I that's what you wear to the gym. That's what you work out in. That's your workout attire. That's, that's it. You know, keep it copacetic. That's yeah. what happens when you're corporate in the gym gym world. Ah, exactly. mm-hmm. yeah. You have to go buttoned up and everything. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are crazy, man. You were on uh, you were on Cowboys Crosstalk last night oh. with uh, with George Teague. I How was, was that? With the legendary George Teague, and of course the legendary Big Nate, as yeah. we all know and love. Uh, it was fantastic, ton of fun. Uh, shouts out to Kevin Gray as well for hosting last night, uh, as he as he, he always, always does, does a good job. Yeah, and um, just a great conversation. We were talking about the the Bears previewing the Bears, gave some predictions, talked about. Uh, you know what was going through George Teague's mind before he knocked Terrell Owens' block off uh, for for trying to you know disrespect the star at the at the fifty yard line and and for those some of the younger listeners and viewers of the, of the show do yourself a favor and YouTube that YouTube that so you can get some of the uh, some of the better parts of Cowboys history get it, all, it. get it all up in your veins what George Teague was able to do and represent in the star mm. uh, in that game against San Francisco that legendary game against San Francisco that went on to be Emmett Smith's uh, you know passing of sweetness as far as the all-time NFL rusher. So a lot of great history went on in that game. George T talked about that. And again, we talked about the Bears, the state of the Cowboys, outlook, so forth and so on. So fantastic show with Kevin Gray, the legends, George T and Big Nate. And the, the cool thing about that is the timeliness of it, too, because today, October 27th, Correct. is the 20th anniversary of when Emmitt Smith passed Walter Payton for the all-time NFL's rushing record. Uh, of course, the Brad Sham call, move over sweetness, make place for Emmitt, became mm-hmm. fam- famous in this day because of what Emmitt Smith did. And 
a lot of people have been talking about it, at least in the press conferences, and I'm sure there will be stories on every media outlet today. There will probably be Instagram posts and Twitter posts mm-hmm. about it just because it's the 20th anniversary of when 22 became number one. Uh, but with that being said, is that something that will ever be surpassed? You think? Do you think that's something that could be caught? 164 <laughs> touchdowns. Not to mention the amount of yards that he put up as well. I mean, it, it's pretty unbelievable. Mike McCarthy said, at least in the way that things are built now, and 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 of course with the the new importance put on player safety, he doesn't see it happening, especially with the way the running backs are used now. Now, yeah, I, I don't know what yeah. may happen in the next decade, but in terms in the of future, yeah, this this style of play that's currently going on in the NFL right now, this throw it around uh, type era that we're in, I don't see it happening for yeah. sure. But that might change. You know, maybe this, the next generation comes in and they want to go back to the wing tee. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's something that would be that interesting. But we, we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. Everything is cyclical. Yep. So uh, I'd say never say never. Um, you know, the what it would take to achieve that obviously would be monumental. You'd have to get a generational talent with a generational front and, you know, offensive line in front of them and uh, an elite quarterback behind them that keeps opposing defenses from being able to stack the box and you got to have the perfect storm and that's basically what it was for the Cowboys offense back in the day it was the perfect storm it was a, a generational arm in Troy Aikman a generational uh, legs and durability in Emmett Smith which again durability being a keyword there Gosh, as well. you're not wrong and, and then you're talking about a generational offensive line so can it happen again yes never say never but mm-hmm. uh, it would have to be in the point of the cycle, and that might not be for another 10, 20, 30 years, we see how it goes. It has to come back to run first, but we're kind of slowly getting there. We talked about yeah. it. The defenses are starting to shut down that pass all over the, the field type offense. So uh, they're becoming fewer and far in between. So never say never. But until it happens, the king lives in Dallas. Mm. Talk about 14 NFL seasons. Eight of them were Pro Bowls, four first team All Pro, two second team All Pro. Uh, four-time rushing leader. He did it four times. He did it in the span of five seasons. That's unbelievable. Cool. I mean, the, the numbers. Emmett, it, growing up, Emmett was was an idol. Everybody that liked the Cowboys, Emmett was the dude. Uh, and, and just when you go back and you look at how incredibly durable and how incredibly talented he was, uh, it really is impressive. Eighteen thousand three hundred and fifty-five yards is his ending total, and that stands above anybody all-time in the NFL. So, wanted to at least touch that since it is the 20th anniversary today. But, Patrick, what's some news and notes? What's going on with the Cowboys today? Well, we're talking about durability and and Ezekiel – oh, I'm sorry – <laughs> Emmett oh. Smith. Uh, shout out to <laughs> Emmett Smith for the you know playing through the shoulder issues. We're going to use that to segue right into the injury report. WWRD. What would Rob do? Mm. Um, and we had well, first. Let's lead with Zeke. That's why I got my running backs mixed up there. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, as expected, did not practice on Wednesday, and I say as expected because Mike McCarthy already gave the heads up on that in yesterday's press conference, saying that he was going to be exclusively working with Britt Brown in the the rehab group, working on that knee and. And the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy labeled it a knee sprain. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott himself, after the game, labeled it a knee contusion. Uh, let's just call it a knee sprain with possibly a, a thigh 
bruise or a <clears throat> knee bruise. The way that Detroit was tackling, I yeah. would believe that yeah. it would be a thigh bruise. <laughs> he, 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 yeah, they were going low. They were flying. And, yeah. and they paid for it because he came back in the game and yeah. he humiliated a human being. The who, jump? The next human being who went at his legs. He protected himself. Now, it's now a poster. <laughs> um, so Ezekiel Elliott, not unexpected. We'll True. see if he practices at all this week. He did make it clear that um, – well, not make it clear, but he did intimate that it would be a late-week decision. It will be a group decision between uh, Zeke – the coaching staff and the medical staff, but we won't probably won't know his game status until later this week. He did state that he did not have to practice to play, though, and I believe that, similar to Michael Parsons when Michael was dealing with a groin injury, and I said, hey, I'd like to see DMP, 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 because he's able to go out there and get the job done. So keep an eye on Zeke. We had a couple of surprises, though. Noah Brown was uh, did not participate on Wednesday with a foot injury um, that – seemingly happened at some point in the game, I would say, because there, there's been no practice between Sunday and yesterday. So something to keep an eye on there. Another one who did not practice that was unexpected is safety Malik Hooker. Um, that's also a key player because he's the green dot guy for uh, for Dan Quinn and helping to communicate the defensive play calls to the unit on the field. Um, so Noah Brown, Malik Hooker, keep an eye on those going forward. Keep yeah. players on both sides of the ball. Uh, Dalton Schultz was limited. Terrence Steele, a little bit of a question mark. He was limited, but it doesn't look like there's too much concern with either of those. Schultz obviously still battling that PCL sprain. Yeah, and you look at uh, Malik Hooker only had 30 snaps. He was kind of limited toward the back half of the game, and there was a lot of different packages where he was unavailable. And they and kind of switched out. Him, to be clear, it's a thigh. It's a thigh. So there were a couple times where Donovan Wilson would fill in, and he would go back as the free, and then Kurtz could come in and still play that box safety. So that's the, the benefit of having three guys there that whenever Hooker's out, they they have some at least mixing and matching that they could do. But I want to go back to the offensive side since today, of course, on every Thursday we talk about the Cowboys' offensive matchup with their opponent's defense, and the Bears are, of course, that opponent coming up on Sunday. How much can Tony Pollard handle by himself? Uh, how much is your com- – where is your confidence level with Tony Pollard and how he could handle a workload if – Ezekiel Elliott's not available to go because there's conflicting reports at the moment. Zeke and the coaching staff says, don't worry. A lot of people around the staff and at least around the media are saying he's not expected to play. But where would your confidence lie on Pollard? I have confidence that he can carry himself through a game. I just don't want to put that pressure on him. Mm. I I don't want to physically beat down Tony Pollard. Uh, But can he handle it? Absolutely. I worry more about TP when it comes to the passing uh, to the pass blocking and his ability to be able to sit back there and take on linebackers and, you know, occasionally defensive ends. But in terms of his ability to run the ball and tote the thing, especially against this Bears front, I, I don't see a problem with him. I mean, the Bears are at the bottom of the league in terms of their ability to stop the run. Yeah. Um, they've given up the most yards <laughs> tied for most yards in the league and they've given up the most touchdowns. So I think if there's ever a game in which TP can handle it, it'll be against, against these guys. Well, Tony said, uh, if they call it, I can haul it. Oh. Okay, so Ooh. he sounds like he's ready. Put on for, a T-shirt. He's ready for almost a full workload, and obviously the Cowboys would uh, spell him with Malik Davis, who they yeah. likely uh, elevate from the practice squad. They have two more elevations, I believe, at least one on Malik Davis. So it wouldn't be a 100% workload for Tony Pollard, but it does sound like he's completely ready and up to the task. Uh, I would say this. Go ahead and, and unleash him if you need to. If Zeke doesn't play for whatever reason, well, not for whatever reason, but if he doesn't play because of the knee issue, uh, you have the bye week coming up, you know, so use Tony Pollard 
to really do some damage in that run game because you got you got two weeks after that for him to rest and, and kind of recover, get in the ice bath a few times. This and, is and eerily similar to last year. Last year when Zeke sustained a PCL was a week before the bye week, right? Mm-hmm. Or wait, it, was it was a, a couple, little, it was a little bit earlier, but yeah, they could have yeah. utilized the bye week as like an extra as week, an extra right. week to get as him healthy. As soon as he said that, I thought about yeah. the same thing because we had this conversation last year yeah. about Zeke, and they didn't do it. They played him. They let him go and instead. And he gimped the rest of the year. And he didn't, and he didn't look hey, healthy. And those who do not learn from the past are doomed to repeat <laughs> it type thing. So this would, in fact, be a good week to rest Zeke and let that knee kind of heal up and feel better because you got Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay at Lambeau on the other side of this bye week. Tony Pollard, Malik Davis, I believe that they can get the job done against the Chicago Bears run defense. Now, as a whole, the Chicago Bears defense is not as bad mm-hmm. as the rushing as, defense. Right, as the Lions or as you would like to believe, it's the run defense that's really bad. Their pass defense, not so bad. Mm-hmm. So that's something to keep an eye on. But yeah, if it, if I'm Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy, if Zeke can't go. Yeah, I'm just letting it ride with Tony Pollard, and then you spell in Malik Davis as you need to. And it's a little easier to run against that defense now, too. Why is that? Uh, Because uh, Robert Quinn is no longer in Chicago. What happened to Quinn? Where did he go? Well, see, what happened was Howie Roseman (laughs) on Tuesday didn't take a a liking to the Cowboys trading for Jonathan Hankins. So he said, okay, I'll go ahead and get Robert Quinn. And, you know, the Eagles acquired Robert Quinn on where Where is Howie Roseman? Where is he the general manager? Philadelphia. Oh, that's right. The Eagles. Yeah, those guys. So they go and get an edge rusher. The Eagles do. They trade a fourth-round pick to go get Robert Quinn. Mm -hmm. Robert Quinn, who this year has been underwhelming to a certain extent. There's a bit of a change of guard in terms of the defensive system in Chicago. Hasn't been utilized the same way as he was last year. How did he do last year? He had 18 and a half sacks in the the 2021 (laughs) campaign. Yeah. So <laughs> this year he only has one, but he's played okay. He's, Systems he's matter. Robert Systems Quinn. matter. Systems yeah. matter. They absolutely yeah. do. And like Dallas drew, drew you know, draw two. Right. <laughs> and they were like, draw, draw four. four. <laughs> and then they stacked it. Yeah. Yeah. So Robert Quinn, he's got a, it's kind of a volatile trade because it could either turn into Chicago 2022. Robert Quinn, or he could turn into Chicago 2021 Robert Quinn, which hopefully it's the first one. It's Hopefully it's the one that he showed this year. What's a similar situation for him in that because of the the prowess of the the youth, you know, Fletcher notwithstanding, but he's still stout. Because of the depth and the ability and the talent they have across the defensive line uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles, it's similar to Jonathan Hankins coming into Dallas in that they're not going to ask Robert Quinn to be a three-down guy. They're going to ask him to go in there primarily for pass rush, uh, for third downs and pinning his ears back. And that's, you know, theoretically should make him more effective because he'd be more rested and more refreshed, kind of like what we're expecting to see from Jonathan Hankins. That's a really good point because a lot of people are looking at Philly and it's like, wow, all of their guys are on the interior with Brandy Graham, Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis. They've got those guys up front. But on the edge, they've got two healthy edge rushers right now. They're pretty thin on the edge where you could also say something very similar to the Cowboys. Wow, they've got Demarcus Lawrence and and Dorrance Armstrong and, of course, that Micah Parsons cat that comes off the second level, too. I mean, they've got guys on the edge, but they're 
light on the inside. A little for, light for, 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 for size-wise. Yeah. yeah, for size-wise, they're they're light on the inside. Pass rush, Osa no, Digizua, Neville Gallimore, deep. Tristan Hill, doesn't matter. But in terms of stopping the run, it's Quentin Bohanna, and yep. hopefully Osa kind of shows up. Hankins. So now you've got Jonathan Hankins into that fold, too. So it is. You're right. It's very similar. But, I mean, a higher-quality player for a higher price is what Philly paid for then Cowboys getting a 30-year-old defensive tackle for pretty much next to nothing. Yeah, and so the Cowboys won't see Robert Quinn helping out the Chicago Bears, but add another storyline to the Cowboys versus the Eagles on December 24th, as if there was a shortage of storylines going into that game. Add another one. Add another one. Why not? Why not? All right. We've got a special guest on the line, and we're going to get to him on the other side of the break. You know him. You love him. We'll give you a little bit of extra spice when we come back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. When you build, you start with the foundation, and home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA, equal housing lender, credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. This week! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company from the Star in Frisco. And of course, 
every week here on Cowboys Nation. We talk to uh, Cowboys Nation on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. We don't really take a whole lot of calls on Thursdays, but we certainly will take one today. But first, get the ultimate fan experience for ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just $20. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United. So, we've got a special guest here on the podcast. If you're on the video side of things, you already see his bright smiling shining face over there in the bottom left hand <laughs> corner of the screen we've got anthony spice adams on the line you know him you love him the former chicago bear former nfl standout but also now just Everything. internet mogul i mean he is right. all over the place and we'll talk plenty about that in a moment but spice how's it going welcome to talking cowboys and i can't complain man slow motion better than no motion <laughs> Facts. Now, Isaiah, you and Spice know each other from where? We went to grad school together. So follow, uh, following uh, the, our time in the league, you know, uh, we were in separate places. I, I was all over the doggone league, seemingly at every team. He was out there with Chicago and the 49ers, and, and we went to grad school trying to figure out what the heck we were going to do with the next phase of our life. And um, that's, that's how we linked up. We went to George Washington University, got our MBA together, and that was really the time where social media was really kind of starting to take off. And, and we used to clown around on the bus all the time together, and here it is do go start making videos left and right and then he just blows up it's kind of is that a true story it's, what, what kind of crazy what kind of student was isaiah in grad school <laughs> oh uh didn't get his work done uh, you know try to copy off people kind of kind of like the same thing he's doing now you know if you got some notes around isaiah's like <laughs> yeah, so like I said about Emmett Smith, I, I mean um, 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 Ezekiel Elliott, like I said, you know, he he may be healthy, he may not be, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's not on my notes, but I'm looking off of Patrick's notes, right. and at this point, this is something that I need to talk about. He, he writes your name on there instead of his. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so Spice Adams, you can follow him on, on Twitter, on Instagram, and on TikTok. And you won't be alone in any of those categories. He's got 240000 on Twitter. You've got 500 k on TikTok. And TikTok is my favorite medium to follow on. And then, uh, and then 2 million on Instagram. So how did you kind of start taking advantage and, and getting into what has now turned into a passion for you on the social media side of things? It really all started as a dare, you know, because I didn't want anything to do with social media. I was just so focused on playing football, so focused on the A-gap. You know, I'm a nose guard, so I'm there like, yeah, go ahead, Lance, make the tackle, whatever. Like, I'm just focused on football, and that was it. And then, you know, a lot of my teammates was like, dude, you are built for social media. But I couldn't see it. I couldn't understand it. It was stupid to me. You put together 120 characters and people judge you off of what you tweet. I was like, this is the stupidest thing in the world. <laughs> but um, I started to understand how it worked because some of my teammates would take me in a locker room or they'd take me in a weight room and then they'll post it on their page. And then they'll say, look at the interaction that this is like that's going on with this. And I'm like, this is just me just doing what I regularly do in the locker room and stuff like that. And so I didn't understand it, but then I started posting my own stuff 
and started getting a good reaction to it and um, I just I just kept at it. And then before long, I did the retirement video at White Castle and then everything just kind of took off from there. Well, Spice, oh, let, me, let me ask you a question because you, you're taking off, uh, you've already taken off on social media and, and now that everybody knows you, let, let's, let's talk about your bears for a second, mm. right? Let's talk about how, how good you're feeling or maybe not so much. You, you love what you saw, what they did against Bill Belichick and those New England Patriots. Is that enough to get your confidence up yeah. to level 10? Or, you know, you're still down at seven with some uh, with some hope going on. How do you feel about them coming into Dallas? Oh, yeah, man. We're going we gonna to run y'all through the door. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's over for y'all. It's over for y'all. Y'all don't even know if Ezekiel is playing. What? <laughs> and, and, and if he is, y'all gonna put Pollard in there? Pollard weigh 165 pounds. Boom, we gonna boom. We gonna get him with one of them forearm shivers. He gonna go. We gonna knock the two off his jersey. He gonna be number zero out there. We bringing a funk. We bringing a funk. Watch. Who is bringing this funk? Because you you just traded Robert Quinn. I don't know another name on that entire defense except for Roquan Smith, and even he wants out of Chicago. So you a hater? Where is that? You a hater? I'm just asking. You don't know who Eddie Jackson is? Who is that? You don't know who 33 Johnson is? You know who we? What is Johnson's first name? Who we is? We bringing that funk. We bringing the funk. Hey, hey, Spy. Who who is the best player? on that Chicago Bears defense right now? Roquan. <laughs> no doubt. There you go. The go only no one doubt. that people know. I mean, hey, did you did you see the 49er game? That man had 300 tackles. <laughs> <laughs> he does lead the league in tackles, and it would be the first time ever that a Bears linebacker or a Bears anybody would have led the, the league in tackles. Mm. Even Erlocker didn't get a chance to do that. So it's pretty impressive what, what Smith is doing. So from, a, from an offensive standpoint, though, can you guys throw? Do you have uh, do you have an arm on that offense? I'm just curious. Do you have anybody? Hey, hey look, we 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 run the ball. We run the ball. We 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 have a running back by the name of Juice Herbert, who mm. is a backup to David Montgomery, who has more yards than Ezekiel Elliott, Ooh. who's number nine in the league right now in rushing yards with less carries. Doesn't he also so have more yards than your starter? We get off the starter? bus running. We get off the bus running. <laughs> but you, but okay, hey, but, David and, Montgomery, he got hurt. He got hurt a little bit, so he had to sit out a couple mm. games. Then Herbert said, "You know what? I got you, dog. I got you." <laughs> but but and, and then when you come back, I'm still gonna have you. <laughs> hey, I'm so we get off the bus running. I don't care who y'all got. Y'all just got Hankins, right? Yeah, yeah. He's what thirty. Yeah, he, yeah. he comes in already like the fourth oldest person on the team, like already, <laughs> other than Jason Peters, who's played 45 years. And then you got to go down to who, who, who else? Uh, who, who else y'all got? Y'all, 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 uh, everybody tackle, uh, Smith. Yeah. Tyron Smith, who played 20 years, and then you got to go down to the long snappers at that point. Man, ain't nobody worried about y'all. Hey, and, so I, I know you said that y'all get off the bus running, man, but y'all, you know who else gets off the bus running? Anybody else who plays against y'all because y'all at the bottom of the league <laughs> in terms of rushing defense. Right. Y'all only gave up 1,048 hey. yards this year already on the ground. Listen, we, we average about we, – we, Got we it. give up about 20 more yards rushing than y'all do. <laughs> True.
It's for, you're honestly not right. We, we at that. like 140. Y'all at like 120. <laughs> Ain't really no difference, but one big breakaway run. That's per game, though. I mean, that's not just overall. Come on now. Ah, nah. That's per game. And so, have you ever heard of this 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 young guy? Uh, he's he's in his second year in the league. He wears the number eleven mm. on the defensive side. Have you ever heard of Micah Parsons? Uh, I mean, I know you guys had a really nice player up there for a little bit that wore fifty two, but he's even doing better things than what that number fifty two Khalil Mack was doing early in his career. Have you heard of Micah Parsons to this point, bruh? <laughs> Micah Parsons is the Terminator. <laughs> he, he is he is not from this world. You, the first Terminator where the dudes was falling out of the sky, one of them was Micah Parsons. He he is unreal, dog. He he can the only way you stop Micah Parsons is if he decides he wants to stop himself. That's it. That is that is the only. He is a monster, man. I love his game. I love watching him. And he went to the best school in the world, Penn yeah, State. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. That's linebacker. You, Stick City, 11 still. 11 in college. That man sat out a whole year. He's basically a sophomore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Oh, man, he man. is amazing, so dog. Spice. I'm, I'm going to give Micah his flowers right now. He is amazing. So speaking of Micah and speaking of you guys' run game, what, what what's your thoughts on when Justin Fields gets out of that backfield and he's trying to escape Micah? You think he can do that, or you think Micah's uh, going to finish? No, <laughs> no. I, That's the right answer. What, what I think, what I think, when when he backs up three step, five step, a hundred step, he better know where eleven is at all times. There's the science. He better keep his head on a swivel. If he see two number ones, he needs to throw the ball, get rid of the ball. Or just be like, here. He's not going to be expecting you to throw the ball right <laughs> in the chest. He's going to be startled. Here. Get, get that's what I do. Take it. it. That's, what I would, that's how you stop Micah. Hop if you're a quarterback, throw the ball as hard as you can to his face. <laughs> He's going to be startled. That's how you do it. Play hot potato, basically. Throw, hey, you got to throw it like Uncle Rico. Yeah, though. exactly. Like, He'll never see it coming. You throw it right here at his sternum. So then, like, he could lose his breath because he's going to be he gonna be like, whoa, he's going to be startled, but then he's going to lose a little bit of breath because it's right here on the sternum. That's, oh, how you, that's the only way you stop. So, so fellow Penn State grad, uh, I, you played – you were drafted back in 2003, oh, second-round pick. I, I know Penn State's long got time this ago. Uh, nah, it's not that long ago. But you've got this this tight knit group of guys that are Nittany Lions and guys that, that played for Penn State. Have you interacted previously with Micah Parsons at any point? Have you gotten to meet him previously? I did. Actually we did something for Old Spice and uh, we he actually got a chance to talk to my son, which was dope because my son just started up high school ball or whatever, and this was before the draft. And, uh, you know, got a chance to talk to him. And even when I went back to Penn State, they were always talking about him. And I got a chance to talk to him on the phone while he was, you know, trying to figure out ways of how to manage his time and, you know, make sure that he is doing what he's supposed to do in the classroom and things like that. And, you know, now seeing him blow up in the NFL, it was just confirmation of what I already knew. Like, I, I saw how he talked. I saw how he talked about his son. I saw how he matured. And uh, it's just great to see him, you know, all over the league right now. And 
you know, like I said, he's a Terminator, man. Mm. This dude is a cyber. If you pull back the skin on his forearms, <laughs> man, I guarantee you it's some type of steel. It's, some, it's a steel skeleton in there, man. Hey, hey, and I know it's been a minute, man, since we both have touched the field. Remind people, man, during your time with the 49ers, your time with the Bears, who are some of the great players that you played with so everybody kind of has an idea of what era you was in? Oh, I played with some dogs, man. I played with some Hall of Famers, man. Uh, Julius Peppers, uh, Bryant Young, who just went to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Jeremy Newberry, Olin Krups, Lance Briggs, Brian Urlacher, uh, Larry Allen, I, who is the legalized killer. I had to go up against. <laughs> let me tell you, I went up against Larry Allen and practiced every day. Because there, it was always somebody like, yeah, man, I got to stretch my uh, hands. <laughs> People just mysteriously got hurt every time it, you had to line up against Larry Allen. And we were in a 3-4 at the time. Oh. So I'm head up on Larry. Oh. And you can't choose a gap. If you choose a gap, like, that would be to my advantage. Because I'm like a short, squatty guy. You know what I'm saying? At least I can get half a man. You know what I'm saying? Because if you take on, bruh, I'm telling you. I had to see a chiropractor every day because every time I went up against Larry Allen, like he was like, it was like a back adjustment. Oh. It was like, eh, eh. and then we had the Oklahoma drill, right? So oh, no. behind him. Oh, boy. We, we, we in a shoot, right? So he can go this gap or he can go this gap, right? And I'm in there like this. Like once I make contact, I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Gore Meanwhile, Frank could choose whatever gap he wants to, and I'm just like, I'm I'm just staying right here. I reach one arm right here, that's Pancake City. I reach out here, that's Pancake City. So I'm just right here, just doing my job. And meanwhile, I'm like this. Your feet off the ground. <laughs> just bouncing. <laughs> like is that can somebody blow the whistle? Can somebody blow the whistle? Like, this is four seconds is way too long. Oh, man. Well, Spice, we, we really appreciate you coming on. This has been a ton of fun getting to, to talk with you. I, I've been a fan of yours on the Instagram and, and Twitter side for, for years, and then uh, even going back to your playing days. I also want to thank you specifically. You said you knew about Micah Parsons and that you knew he was going to be a baller. Thank you for not telling your Chicago Bears whenever they <laughs> traded up to 11 uh, to take the Justin Fields prior to the Cowboys taking – Micah at 12. So thank you. I appreciate you for not passing that along. But more importantly, thanks for hopping on here on Talking Cowboys, my friend. Yeah, ain't no problem, man. Anytime. We're going to beat up on y'all. What's, what's your game prediction? We'll let you give your prediction here. What's your score? Uh, the, the Bears, 33. The Cowboys, 7. Yeah, Ooh, you wait. got it. I'm Confidence. at six. I'm at six. Y'all not even two field goals. Time. <laughs> two field goals. Okay. I, I like it. That's Spice Adams here on Talking Cowboys. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you again soon. When we come back, we're gonna wrap things up here on this edition. We're gonna talk a little bit more about that Cowboys offense against that Bears defense. Talking Cowboys returns in a moment. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 
5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Lil' Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Lil' Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. As, of course, we just had Anthony Spice Adams on the podcast. That was a ton of fun. By the way, this is going to be a ton of fun at AT AT&T Stadium. Multi-Grammy award-winning global superstar Ed Sheeran comes to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, May 6th to kick off his 2023 mathematics tour and also celebrate my birthday on May 6th. Sheeran will be accompanied by special guests Khalid and Dylan. Get your tickets today at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. That'll be a lot of fun. Nate, Ed Sheeran is on your your playlist, right? (laughs) No, I thought you were introducing me. What's global award now? winning. I thought all that, that was global, global, you multiple <laughs> Grammy award winning artist. I thought that was me, man. I'm like, wow, man, Kyle, looking out for you, man. <laughs> no, I always call you. I say six times Super Bowl, or I mean yeah. six time Pro Bowlers, three times Super Bowl champ, Nate Super Newton. Wow, yeah, that'd be nice. Oh, I'll be Sorry. with. I'll be with Tom Brady, the goat. Damn, mm. man. You already are the GOAT. Wow, I'll be the Billy GOAT. What's up, Nate Dog, man? Nate Newton oh, on the show. Good, man. I'm feeling good, man. Just looking at you guys, man, and I listen to you periodically, man, and just see how y'all enhance this thing and make it better for the Cowboys with y'all analogies and how you break it down. You appreciate it, You big, feeling hey? good about the game this week? Oh, I'm feeling great. Yeah? What's the, what, what part are you feeling best about? Oh, man, I, I'm going to tell you, I told Patrick last night. I told him night, we had some fun last night. 
I saw a truck about 9 o'clock yesterday, a big <laughs> meat-packing truck, pull up in here, man. And this truck was shaking and going wild. Like, they got a beast in the back of this truck. All of a sudden, Jonathan Hankins just, <laughs> just came up out of there, dog. Hey, big boy. I'm ready to stop the run. It's I'm two-gap master man. that can tackle. Mm-hmm. Say it with your boy. chest, 90 yards. Yes, sir. 90 yards or less mm-hmm. once he gets settled in. Mm-hmm. Does he need the yards or less? Yes, rushing. Does wow. he need a Does he wow. need a ramp up period, Nate, or do you feel good just throwing him in? Oh, there? Man, I throw him in now. Okay, I, I, I look him straight in his eye like I'm looking Ky right now. Yeah. Mm. Look at him. Mm. I need I'm scared. Ten plays. Ten plays. <laughs> all I need is ten plays, bro. <laughs> Give me ten plays. Yep. Because that's all he need to to, uh, to mess up a, a, a offensive yeah. uh, coordinator. Yeah. If he, I mean, I don't ran ten run plays. Yeah. No game. I mean, well, I'm going to throw this thing, and now we eat all day long. We eat from that point on. With their 120 yards throwing per game, whatever it is. They, they asked him mm-hmm. yesterday if he if he thinks he could play on Sunday. He basically said, yeah. He's like, well, first of all, it's only Wednesday. He's like, but even still, I feel like I'd have plenty of time to get, you know, my legs wet just enough to get in there on Sunday and make an impact. Ten plays, there you go. He, he Again, we mentioned it yesterday. This isn't like a Jason Peters ramp up. He's been playing. He played last week. Yep. <laughs> so, hot off the – hot. I, Cold out of the meat truck. Mm. Yeah, Hank man, that, that truck put was him on rocking. the grill, make it happen. Make that it happen. truck was rocking, man. I'm like, this, who is back there? Mm. Hankins came up out of there, man. And then the thing about the truck tried to take off, and he too gapped. He too gapped the truck and looked at both sides. Uh, oh, hold on, I thought somebody was trying to run the rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nate, though, we already hit on in the show, but Robert Quinn gone. Oh, yes. How much better do you feel, even though they're already at the bottom of the league, even with Robert Quinn, now that he's gone, how much better do you feel rushing the ball against this team? Well, what it does is uh, he has the, the ability to duplicate what – has gave our young left tackle problems, and that's speed just off the edge. Yeah, and uh, it's a young guy behind him, Kyle. You may can look him up that uh, they they like and they want to put in there, and so they felt You're talking that, about on the Bears or on yeah the on the Eagles? Bears on the Bears and defensive end, and they thought number number ninety one. I can't think of his yeah, name, yeah, but yeah. they put him in. They, they think that he's enough. Uh, when you get rid of a player because they paying. Uh, what, 90% of his salary still. Yes, exactly. So they just wanted to stop him from blocking oh. another young talent. Yeah, Do- so. Dominique Robinson. Yeah. Miami, Ohio last yes. year. He was a huge, I was massive on him on the draft show. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize he was on this this roster. Yeah, he's so. A good player. They trying to. They talk they, about speed. Yeah. He's yeah. got the speed so off the edge. So you're saying they were removing a veteran so that the young guy can flourish. Yeah, because what I read is they still going to pay 90% of, yeah. of this yep. guy's salary. Yep. And so. Uh, that was a no-brainer yeah. for for the Eagles. They got to pay seven seven hundred thousand dollars, and they get a a, a a speed rusher that they can add to their repertoire. Right. He's not he's not a starter. He's going to be added to the repertoire. Yeah. So, hey, we made a move, like my man Patrick said. We made a move. They made a move. Who's going to make the next move? I mean, this thing is getting good. Mm. And it's too bad we're going into a break after we beat down these Bears. After mm. we beat mm. down these Bears. Mm. What's your What's your prediction? Where what? Where do you think What do you think the prediction is for this week? For us them rushing or for us them scoring? Uh, far as we'll say We'll say just general score prediction. Yeah, man, it's always gonna be by one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, thank y'all for having beating me. Beating them man. down by there one. Man. Yeah, there good, he goes, man. Nate God Newton. Always, always a pleasure, my friend. Is, is a Chicago Bear a black bear or a brown bear? It's a brown bear, it's right? A brown, a brown bear. bear. It's a Kodiak, but it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, goodness. Uh, all right. Cody had like tobacco. Chew it up, spit it out, right? Yeah, Ooh. exactly. I like it. Um, wow, we've had a lot of yeah, fun it's today. a good show, man. Yeah. This has been fun. And it, it's not a normal show, which is great. I like a little change up every now and again. It had Spice Adams on. had Nate Newton on. I feel like we haven't even gotten to talk we a whole lot, to which today. is great. I, I love that. Now, just to wrap things up, biggest concern for the Cowboys offense this week? What would it be if there is a concern against the Bears defense? Because really, I'm looking at it, and my concerns are very little. Mm -hmm. I think this is the week the offense gets back on track. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they run the football effectively with or without Ezekiel Elliott. And I think Dak Prescott finds some open wide receivers too. I think this is a big week for the guys on the outside. Uh, I've been saying that for the last, I think maybe two out of the last four weeks I've said that. That I think this is the week that that this gets back on track, but I really do think this is an opportunity for it. So, what's your biggest concern at the moment? Uh, biggest concern, and, and I I'd say concern. I dropped the word biggest from it, but I'll, I'll say concern is okay. it's just going to be how quickly um, Dak Prescott in the passing game can get going um, because we talked about it earlier, or we spoke, you know, referenced it earlier. Run defense for the Bears virtually non-existent pass defense most certainly is there uh, you're going to have to account for Roquan Smith you got to account for Eddie Jackson who has I think two or three interceptions already this season that secondary can take the ball away and Roquan Smith is not and I know this well go dogs he's not only uh, uh you know downhill stop the run kind of guy he can cover as well so uh if in fact it's a situation when where Ezekiel Elliott can't go because of the knee, and they're going to rest him for the next couple of weeks going into the or going into the Green Bay game, yeah. uh, Tony Pollard, I believe he can get the job done carrying the ball. But what's his pass protection going to look like in those packages where the Bears start to really <clears throat> throw that extra guy yeah. at Dak Prescott? So not a big concern, but most certainly a concern, and you better account for Roquan Smith early and often. Agreed. I, I want to ensure that. Our team gets off to a, that Dallas gets off to a really good start. That they run the ball Great. effectively and that they don't get behind for whatever reason. Our defense allows them to get ahead because reason simply being we saw Dak last week. He you know didn't statistically didn't look bad. We we feel as if he could have made some throws better. He said he could have made some better throws. He made some errant throws. Overly confident. I don't want him to be in a position right now mm-hmm. where he has to throw the ball. 30-plus times in the game. Reason, not only because he's still getting back acclimated with this offense and getting his feet settled in, but also because this defense, statistically, these guys take the ball away, to your point. They're tied fifth in the league in terms of takeaways. Right. Okay. Along with that, yeah. these guys have the third-best pass defense in the league. So let's not act as if these guys can't play some dog <laughs> right. on defense, and let's not act like their rushing attack isn't solid. They're, they're a legitimate threat. If the if the if the structure of the game is right. is in there is in their favor, so let's not put ourselves in a position where we're behind. Facts. We're having to pass against one of the better pass defenses in the league, and Dak still not worked all the way out yet, and they can run the ball. Let's let's make sure that things are done right. I don't think it's to the extreme extent as as this comparison is going to look, but I this defense reminds me a lot of the 2020 Cowboys defense, mm. where it's a switching staff. It's a switch in scheme. They've got a couple pieces that have been good previously and are still playing well, but they're just not playing lights out. And then that's kind of where they are. A couple young pieces scattered throughout there as well. And then they find their their rhythm as the season goes along, and they do so by taking the football yeah. away. That was the the identity of the Cowboys' defense in 2020 was, okay, we're finding a way to, to force some turnovers late in the year. They're doing it a little bit early on. Right. I'm not saying that they're a piece away like mm-hmm. the Cowboys defense was in 2020 for being a part of of something like the Cowboys have mm-hmm. now, but I will say it, it just that that young 
feeling, that that hungry feeling from their defense has that kind of right. thought process, especially right. in the secondary with the briskers of the world that are playing lights out. Yeah. That's where I, I look and I'm, okay, they've got some guys there. Be careful they do. if you're going to throw it down the field. <laughs> do. But that is going to do it here for us on Talking Cowboys. Gentlemen, that was a lot of fun. That was fantastic. I like this show. That was fun, man. I, I love doing it anyways, but man, anytime we can get a Spice Adams and a Nate Newton on here, Good day. it spices it up a little bit more. Best show in the building. Mm. I like that. And you know that's right. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with Say It With Your Chest Friday. Of course, you'll be a part of our Pick'em segments if you give us a call, 888-855-2297. We'll give you an update on the standings of who's winning our Pick'em standings at the moment. And we'll, of course, get you ready for the Cowboys and the Bears. For Chris Beam, for Isaiah Stanback, for Patrick Nosey Walker, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from Talking Cowboys. We'll see you tomorrow from the Star in Frisco. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!